Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Huber. Hello. Michael Damiani. Hi. And Brandon Jones. Howdy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for saying hi to me. Our objective this week comes to us from John Peterson. The objective is to share an opinion that is actually the opposite of your true opinion without anyone remotely suspecting that you're lying. Yeah. Michael Huber, would you like to take on the objective? Um, you know, I'm just not really into lying. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Damiani, like Damiani, would you like to take on the objective? I feel like it'll be too obvious. Because he does the smirk. Damiani does the smirk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jones, will you take on the objective? Not to like shut down the segment, but I'm full transparency, baby. I can't know. I can't do it. Objective denied. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) I can only make it work when I've had like extensive rehearsal at a time. Okay. Because I'll fake my tells then. Uh, That means at the end of the podcast. Just look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Oh no no no! Like I know, like like we did to Brad that one time. He's like, "Don't he's laughing and stuff," yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, am I?" Yeah. He's like, "It's you in the game." And I was like, "It's not me," and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, see." Uh, that means at the end of the podcast, I will get the prize. Nice. What? Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I take the objective then. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Full reversal. All right. Yeah, we're not that taking on the objective. No freebies, Kyle. Okay. All right. You got to earn it. <laughs> well, it was very honorable, <laughs> thickens, respectful man. thing. You know, I hate playing, thing you did there. I hate playing um, like werewolf. I hate playing any games, like social games, where I have to lie. Just like, no way, dude. I hate this. It's yeah. just not fun for I me. I know. Uh, Mike, or, uh, yeah, you're just, I played the thing with Huber. You're in trouble, dude. <laughs> what, what do you mean you played the thing? Was that a board game? Yeah. <laughs> With Ian, and like, I was convinced it was Ian. Oh, and Huber's being a cold liar. I'm sorry, spoilers, if you haven't seen that video, but like, ugh. I mean, now, if you haven't, go back and watch and and know he was deceiving the entire time. Huber, you already did it. Your whole act before you like rejected. No, it does count. No, 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 no. I hadn't accepted the question. Brandon Jones, please begin corrections music. Battlefield 1 has 64 players. Yeah, nice. I feel so bad. I feel so bad because at E3 they tried to stress that as hard as possible. <laughs> yeah. They were like set up 64 stations. They said, "Look at 64 people, Kyle. There's 64 people." And I'm still like, "What was that? 32? Mm, 32? <laughs> yeah." It's just, I feel so bad. That's not right. Yeah. Uh, so 100 seems feasible, actually. 100? Sure. Yeah. On yeah. PC for sure, because they did uh, 64 in on PC for Battlefield. Three and four, but I one of the console ones, maybe just three, maybe three and four, was just forty mm-hmm. on console. But I just then think it there's picked g- up yeah. to sixty four. Yeah. I think there's got to be another mode in the same game that looks better than that mode. Mm-hmm. Yes, like that'll be the not as good looking mode of the game. Oh yeah, yeah Huber, because there, there was a rumor last week that they were trying out a battle royale mode. Yeah, that it was in the testing phases. Excellent. Yeah, uh, I mixed up the NPD top ten last week. Kirby was number four, not number five. And so there were four new games in the top five, not five new games in the top five. What was number one? Number one was Far Cry 5. Nice. Do you know what number two was? Um, Nino Kuni 2. No. no. Uh, I wish. Not in the top five. I absolutely wish it was. Was Nino it in the Kuni top two. five? No. It was not. It, we, uh, we did not talk about Nino Kuni yeah, 2. Was. Wait, was that March, though? Yeah. We're talking to April. Oh, okay. But, yeah, but still. No, April. Number, no, I'm sorry. You're right. You're, yeah, yeah. 
what we're asking is right. Yeah. April, it was it was the March MPD, MPD released in April. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. Um, sea of Thieves, by the way. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Good memory, Jones. In the Valley of Gods, no the. No second the. You're right. right. Yeah. You're right, Jones. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you thought it was in the Valley of the Gods? Yeah, okay. it's weird. It's confusing where sometimes it is listed as that, but officially, no way. If you look at the logo, it's in the Valley of Gods. What about Battle of the Gods, Damiani? Battle of Gods. Isn't that like called something else in Japanese? Not like. What is this game? What is Battle of the Gods? No, the movie. No, no, it's Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball movie. Dragon Ball. So there's Dragon Ball. Mm. I only know the, ne- the one after it. Re- Resurrection <laughs> of F. Isn't it called like Jones, Resurrection begin F? Begin the Dragon Ball music, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> always at the beginning. You know? I just want to be up, perky. I want to be focused. I think it's Battle of Gods. Battle of Gods. I thought it was the. Oh no! I oh, know it's Battle Maybe. of Gods. Okay, for sure. All right, you guys. I believe uh, you. We'll really get there. I thought we were in a bit. Actually. Damiani has to get through GT first, and then he's going to Super. That's real. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you were going through GT. Yeah. Uh, Filler City. Yoshi is not yarn <laughs> in the new Yoshi game. He's actually like fuzzballs. Mm-hmm. You like that more or less, Jones? Please don't the, the, the needle has not moved either way on that. Music. Yeah. <laughs> Let me check about the same. Uh, and so last week, as part of our corrections, we learned that Drake gave Ninja five thousand dollars because he like messed up and he's like, "Hey, I, I owe you five or three thousand dollars." Turned out that did not happen. Drake actually never ended up giving Ninja that money. Ninja said in a later video he never got it. It would not ask for it. End correction music. Good for that update. I like that. Good development. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this week. We had a big debut. It was promised. It was coming from Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They said, be excited. We're going to give a big reveal. So look forward to everything we have to show and say in late April. Sounds like a big thing. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of poofs. I'm hearing yeah. like everybody's like, Poof. well, like, yeah. my man, wow. would be like, like, yeah. it's like this, this is this should be big. This should be very this huge. This should be big. Yeah. This should be huge. I'm a worried. Panel, was this huge? No. I cut the preview that was Ben Moore and Daniel Bloodworth sitting down and having a conversation about it. And they found it interesting. They found it exciting. If you have enjoyed the past two Tomb Raiders, mm-hmm. you, it's, it feels like you will not be disappointed with this game. There is going to be, from, from what I could tell, one of the, the, the major differences, uh, I did not play the second Tomb Raider game. I adored the first one. Uh, is the first environment they went through was a very highly populated area. They went through kind of a Dia de los Muertos party, mm-hmm. and they said that was different from environments in the first two games. From what I read, that's it, though. Like, that's the intro of the game, and then you go to Peru for the rest of it. It seems that, though, yeah. Uh, let's talk oh, about the trailer. Lost Legacy intro. So good. Lost Legacy intro? Yeah. Uncharted. Oh, With yes, the, All the dude. people, but yes, then you dude. end up going, you know, to the jungle or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe a similar transition yeah um uh let's talk about the trailer because that is what everybody got to see yeah what jones just talked about was a press event and that's where uh bloodworth and ben were at uh but what the public got to see uh, is it what was it, like a three and a half minute trailer it seemed kind of long actually but uh, just under three okay um 247 what happened in that trailer it, was it gameplay no. no, not actual gameplay. And you know how I feel <laughs> oh about yeah, that. clearly labeled. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the the debut of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They didn't show gameplay. No. Where do I go to see some gameplay of Shadow of the Tomb Raider right now? You got screenshots. A, a press event. <laughs> you go to that press yeah. event. <laughs> Exclusive action. Yeah, right yeah. There. There's no gameplay of this game yet. No. That's Are crazy. they saving it for E3? Is that what we yeah, think is happening here? Save it if they've promised. Like E3, we're gonna see some. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, then why even show this? You know. This just gets That's me. That's what I want de- to talk about. Yeah, man. it just gets me dehyped. Well, yeah. You know, I am I am yeah. less interested in Tomb Raider after watching that. Yeah. 
the story has to blow our minds. Like if that's all you're going to, that's all that us as viewers can really take away from that event. That has to be mind shattering. That has to be, Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. What is she doing? Yeah. And it's seems like a little guilt, you know, like maybe she didn't express that again. I didn't play the second one, but she has made some mistakes again. I don't know if you want to like, you know, uh, media blackout, but like they're, they're, they do they're, did reveal some things in the first area where like she does some stuff that maybe her other crew is not necessarily cool with, and maybe some unhinged. of the big apoco- apocalyptic yeah. things that are happening are kind of her fault, maybe not, you know, and, and it's kind of one of those things you're like, do I back out of this now and accept that I've I've made mistakes and just kind of like wash my hands of it and walk away, or is it you know kind of point of no return and I got to see this all I the way through? I sacrifice too much. Yeah, whatever that means. I can't turn back the, now. The, the, the I've come tra- too far. The yeah. trailer that we saw, it's like killing and jungle running. And, you know, it's like if I, I see her jump from one ledge and hook onto the rock of another mm-hmm. ledge one more so time. Like, so, yeah. And um, I do want to I do want to get one point across, like get that point across. de-hyping me. It's not just like the one all be all. Now I'm not into Tomb Raider. It's just moving the needle, you know? So the the, the hype was a little higher. Sure. Now this kind of CG trailer kind of lowered it a little bit. Yeah, we're, we're so. still in the yellow. We yeah. haven't quite gotten to the mm-hmm. red yet, right? Yeah. Just caution. And they, they can yeah. show gameplay and they can, you know, move that needle back up. But I just think there's a better way to to reveal the game. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, what's is, weird because this was like the third phase of revealing this game. Yeah. Even. And it's because the earlier teasers were like a little clips of this right when she was like running through that like five second teaser yes, we got like some screenshots yeah. and, and the, like a, the teaser is coming and then just more cg yeah you yeah. gotta get specific like all the things i've sacrificed what i don't know what if yeah. i haven't played the first two games i have no mm-hmm. idea what you're talking about mm-hmm. you know and at the end it's like she sees the pyramids and all these people praying like to what what are they i'm assuming maybe something's gonna happen that they're praying to it's sun's coming up so you kind of get this a sense of like an inevitable you know, the big event that's going to wipe out humanity, I guess. I don't know. I Like, I have to guess at everything. You know, I have to, like, add value to it instead of some crazy twist that that you threw at me that, oh, okay, that kind of changes things. We were dying for yeah. a crazy twist. And exactly. The trailer did not deliver. Because I've finished both games, and there's there's okay. no, they're leading to really nothing for me as a fan who's gone through both of the games. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's no... There's no buildup. Like, this doesn't feel like a conclusion to anything of consequence. So, from what I so understand, I think Gilbert, a, help me with this, mm-hmm. is, like, the, the through line is uh, Trinity, like, is an evil organization, yeah, and that, she wants to get vengeance because Trinity did something bad to her father. Yeah, and there's, like, some double crosses in there somewhere. And so, when we see her murdering dudes in the forest, mm-hmm. in the jungle, that's Trinity. Those are Trinity soldiers. I would assume so. Um and I guess that's the through line. And I get like there's I probably you, some more, but I just don't remember. Like right, like how much do you details. care about the secret organization, like James Bond movies? You know, like that that new through line of oh, those, yeah, the yeah. Daniel Craig like Spectre and Spectre, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like yeah. okay, yeah. I'd rather just have a villain who just hangs around. You know, it's just, yeah. yeah. Um, I think a, I think a change of scenery and tone and everything would have benefited this game. Huge. What do you mean change of scenery? They did change the scenery. They're yeah. in the jungle now. Not in this trailer, though. Just weren't the first two games in the jungle? The jungle and the mountains are the same thing. (laughs) Like it's the same thing. We're we're hitting some rocks and hiding behind trees. (laughs) You know. Yeah. So uh, what they say about the gameplay about the the jungle in particular is that uh, it's way more stealth focused. Like you you were watching it and you were like, "Is Lara Croft Batman now?" Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she's hanging guys up. Yeah. And lots of predator memes floating around. Yeah. And so basically, what they said is like a a stealth. You can go back into stealth. You know what I mean? Once the sirens are up, it's not like the sirens will stay up and they'll keep hunting you. Is like like Batman. I think you can like 
go into like alert everybody and then you can go back oh, into the jungle okay. and the gargoyle yeah <laughs> yeah cool um and like uncharted and you can like go in the bushes yeah but that's the big sell of like game new gameplay i guess the rope you can swing from your rope like an uncharted 4 that's a new another new twist well i like hyping up stealth yeah that pleases me yeah I and mean, the trailer emphasized that you're a jungle you know? monster like yeah. that would be that that concept re- sounds really cool in theory yeah you know because because my favorite parts about the first two are the, is the bow and arrow mm-hmm. the bow and arrow and the pickaxe just like stealthily eliminating everyone mm-hmm. that's cool yeah yeah i wonder if those like i wonder if it just showed off every kind of like stealth kill you could probably do in that like condensed little like scene mm-hmm. so showed her sneaking up from yeah. behind with pickaxe mm-hmm. and like it ended like there's a bunch of different stuff but it ended with that one where she, like got shot and it was like got just pulled out yeah. into the canopy and stuff i was like there you go. Like the, those are probably all the different stealth kill mechanics you're gonna be able to do. The dumbest one to me was her tricking the guy into shooting his <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Basically, she like, you see a flash of Lara. The guy turns around and pulls the trigger, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, it was my friend. That will be that will be a mechanic in the game I for bet sure. So. I, it will yeah. be like you just like they start firing and stuff, and you can just like shoot this to make him turn. And you're like, you tap on his shoulder. That's the button. Press square to tap on shoulder. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think it was a big splash. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about, though, is the Wait, other announcement. What? Do you think there's the a misdirection okay. with the stealth in the trailer, the stealth emphasis they've talked about? Do you think that is a misdirection uh, away from the double pistols action focus? No. Do we think that's, that's coming thing, later? That's what, I want that double pistol. Everyone wants the double pistols. Where are the double pistols? Yeah, I don't care. You don't care? You don't want Not the double pistols? Double pistols. Dude, if this is the third game in the series and like that's what we're looking forward to, you know what I mean? It's like it's so just so weird. Like there's just like Shut down. I, 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 yeah. I Shut think down. one of the biggest problems is that just like just a whole like identity around Lara that it's like just move past that. Like we're done. The whole idea of like I know a lot like the, the joke is so overdone of become a Tomb Raider. It's like it's the third thing we haven't become the Tomb Raider yet. But the whole idea that like Tomb Raider means something. It's like. Once you take a thing from a tomb, you did it. You're a Tomb Raider. It doesn't, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. the whole idea that like that identity needs to be assigned to her, or that that's like the end game. I need a story. You know, it's like yeah. it's like if Wolfenstein Two was like become the Nazi killer. You're like, what does that mean? You know, it's like I don't want to become anything. I just want to see B.J. Blazkowicz just keep going. I want to see like, oh, these new people he's meeting and what that means, and like him trying to protect the people that he cares about, and like what characters survived. And like, I don't even remember the characters from the first game. It's just such oh, a yeah. weird, such a weird like, thing to try to Jonah's aspire back. to. It's like, okay. <laughs> it seems like, like, it just seems like one of those instances where you have like the devs over here and the ad team over here mm-hmm. and they're not talking. Like yeah. they had one conference call and that was it. Uh, Jones, for consistency's sake, I remember you had just the same problem with uh, Become the Batman. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Yeah, for the last game. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, what have we been doing the first two games? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. It's funny. Uh, yeah, the other thing that was announced is how they're releasing this game in retail. Uh, I, and I guess this is, I don't know if this is notable not, or not. I guess that's why it's good that we have the panel here. We slow have, news day. Yeah, slow news day. <laughs> we, we have the regular edition of the game, okay? Oh, uh, we got the digital deluxe where you get like some, uh, like one extra outfit, one extra weapon, but that's just like an, a reason for the digital version to still be full price, basically is what digital deluxe usually means, I think. Um, or a little and usually extra. the season pass, right? With the deluxe edition. Not the digital deluxe. Ooh. Because the season pass comes with the Croft edition. Again, Jones, 
this to me is like, what does Croft mean? What, what, why is Croft the Croft edition? And basically the box art is just the regular box art, which is uh, Lara Croft. You see the, the, the eclipse and you see her sliding down a mountain and she's dirty and scary looking. And then the Croft edition is just a zoomed in version of that image uh, with her head be- taking up the entire frame. Um, so funny to me for anyone to like, it's kind of the thing where I think they push it they're pushing the Croft edition more than people want a thing called the Croft edition. Mm-hmm. And that's just, to me like the wrong way to brand it, you know, just, just call it the deluxe edition or I guess they took the was collector's taken. edition. Just call it the collector's yeah. edition. I don't want the Croft edition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want it. But anyway, the Croft edition is $90 and comes with that season pass. <clears throat> and so basically uh, the season pass call, costs 30 on its own. And so basically it is just a way to say, Hey, please spend $90 on a video game. Yeah get some extra missions yeah and there is a collector's edition above that that's you know got the stupid things like the flashlight and the statue and all that i just i don't look into it i don't care about those Mm -hmm. people who do do care and they pay for the money and they get a lot of things for their apartments that i just could never imagine wanting um so i I guess we talk about the season pass we talk about the way that video games now i would i would consider shadow the tomb raider a triple a game is that fair oh of course okay huge and so they have to make a $90 version of this game. That's basically, we, we, we yeah. talked about how are they going to monetize it. We don't know yet. We don't know if there's cards or whatever. If it were a film, it would be in the IMAX 3D. Yes. They got to get that this extra. This is the IMAX 3D. Yeah, yes. they got to get that extra bump. And so I, I do wonder if this is their way, if this is their method of making it a living game or making it, you know, microtransactions or anything, if this is their plan. Because that season pass is actually kind of extensive. It's seven months worth of stuff. Seven months. Seven months. Seven missions. Seven yes. months. A seven ad- weapons. What they're promising is a new adventure every month. Okay. And so, okay. yeah. They're, they're it's like Hitman style. trickle. Yeah. Kinda, I feel yeah. like they're, they're going Hitman. Square Enix didn't know what they had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, basically, it is. It's seven tombs. You get one tomb every month. Uh, seven no, wait. weapons, outfits, and skills. So, like... Seven different tombs? Seven different tombs. Because on the thing, it was like worded weird. It was like seven... Mission within the tomb. Missions yeah, it within... Was, it was a little confusing. So it's, You're right. Is it one tomb with seven different missions? I think we're going to get seven new tombs. Okay, that seems pretty substantial. That seems... Like for seven months in a row? Yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Damiani showed me that the first tomb will even have co-op gameplay that the, yeah. the regular game will not. You spend $60, you do not get to play that co-op. Uh, oh, what was the co-op Tomb Raider called? Temple of Osiris or yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So much fun, great yeah, co-op you know, with Winnie the cool Pooh is like yeah. an Aztec warrior. Yeah, <laughs> um, I can't think do the of his voice, name. please. Uh, I, oh, I said kids. No, I can't. Okay, all right. Because I can't remember like what actually his name was, but yeah, I forget. Those were yeah, fun, tried though. to be strong. I'm a warrior. Yeah, yeah, those are cool games. We're just like, you know what? It's fun to raid tombs. It's like, fun to just blast people with two guns. Do like solving a puzzle in a tomb cooperatively. Yeah, two thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Stuff. Racing for loot. There was a competitive yeah. aspect to it too. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, we don't know what that co-op is like because we don't know what the game looks like. Yeah, but we know if we spend thirty extra dollars, we will get it. We'll get to see that. Yeah. Buy in now before you've seen the game. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. Yeah. 90 bucks haven't even seen the game. Yeah, that is insane. 
You love that franchise. You love that franchise if you're doing yeah. that. Because if you're new, there's no way you're doing that. <laughs> if you're new to this franchise, there's no way you're spending ninety dollars today. And right? that's the problem with this ad team is they're like, oh, everyone loves it. And like yeah. they don't. They're, you, they're, they're, that's a group, and they're going to show up no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. But you have to think of so many other groups that you also have to try to appeal to. No, come and be a Croft. You know what that means, right? Yeah. Croft edition. Because <laughs> she wasn't a Croft the day she was born. Yeah, like, yeah that's weird. And what, I guess what like Crofts are rich. They're just rich people. So <laughs> Like, yeah. 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 but you I mean, yeah, maybe you want that Croft maybe edition? Maybe play yeah. that up. You know, I would have fun with that. You know, if like oh, the, the most expensive one was called the Croft, you know, yeah. like, and it, and it had this mystique of just like, you yeah. know, fancy pants, like all the these editions yeah. because she was so rich, like named yeah. after her dad or something, you know, have fun with it. You know, it does don't not just take fun. it so seriously all the time. I think I should mention it's Steelbook too. So yeah, I get, you know, get that's a very important Steelbook. Yeah. Yeah. That is, I feel like that is important in a weird way. It's it feels nice. On you don't want that. Yeah. Trashy plastic, no. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we will see more of the game in the future. Uh, you know what? Before we move on, I do want, there was a quote uh, that oh, I want to no. pull from an interview. Um, shoot, I forgot my, uh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't because I didn't write down which website I got that from. <clears throat> yeah, shoot, I shouldn't. I shouldn't, Dang I shouldn't directly quote a website where I, Game Rant, was it? Shoot, I don't know. Not fair. Maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, uh, during podcast halftime I'll look it up. Okay, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, don't um, let me hang because in. it's a really funny quote about the face changing. Because I feel like every time we're like, hey, her face changed. Even when they did like the HD version of uh, Tomb Raider the reboot, it's like mm-hmm. they changed her face. And so there's like a really funny justification for her face changing. I want to get into that, um, but I want to properly credit. You know what uh, I'm hyped for to see is the uh, the rain in the game. You want to see that rain? I want to see the rain. Rainy jungle. Dude. Yeah, rainy jungle. Rain. Lock it in. Yeah. Rainy yeah. jungle. Like, how does that sound? You know, the water dripping on the leaves. Of course. Mm. Let's get that. That, that, that uh, NVIDIA PC enhanced version. Yeah. That, that G-Sync. Yeah. That, that NVIDIA. <laughs> G-Sync. Not a G-Sync. NVIDIA rain tech <laughs> yeah. right yeah. there. Rendering <laughs> each strand of hair. Each one. Yeah. I can't wait for that, like, behind the scenes video yeah. about that. Each individual rain <laughs> droplet was rendered at the highest precision. Echoes. Sound. And the sound Adobe Chris. You know, the Atmos. <laughs> Atmos oh, animals can hunt you too in the jungle. You can get hunted. I like this. Okay. Yeah. I like this. You get a little like panther attack. <laughs> Avatar. Yeah, yeah. This is this is sounding newer now. It's a little bit, it's a little fresh. It, it's sounding yeah. like the, after yeah. this Tomb Raider that like we can never go back to traditional Croft. <laughs> oh, traditional Croft oh, Tomb no. Raider games. <laughs> I, I gotta be the Croft. Okay. Uh Big Nintendo stuff happened this week. We got some big Nintendo news, not fun game announcements like I normally talk like to talk about, but mm-hmm. business stuff. Uh, we cover it pretty extensively in this week's Frame Trap friend code. Uh, sorry about that, Dominic. <laughs> that was a genuine statement. Corrections next week. Mm. Yes, uh, friend code is our Nintendo podcast that got refunded this month and is back, and that's hosted by Michael Dominic. Back in we action. We get to talk about that a lot. But uh, Nintendo of America has a new president and CEO coming uh, in this summer, uh, uh, which is really soon. And it's just, here he is. He's mm-hmm. going to be our, 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 our new CEO. And his name is Shuntaro Furukawa. Oh, I couldn't have oh, botched. Can, can I get another attempt? Go ahead. Yes. Again. Shuntaro Furukawa. Yeah, I'll get used to it. it uh, Kimishima used to take me forever. Yeah, because that. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I said that wrong on friend code. Because yeah. as soon as friend, uh, Blood Wars said after me, I was like, I said Kimishima, didn't I? It's like Kimishima. 
It yeah. was like how Blood said it. I was like, oof. Blood, no, don't worry about Blood, it. Blood usually gets his pronunciations right. It's all the right. same. It's all the same. Basically, the, the, the basic rule oh, is yeah, equal yeah. emphasis, but that's, that basic rule isn't always applied. Yeah. But yeah. You're, not also, you're also not supposed to say it's so robotic either. Like, Kimishima. Like, that's right. not right. Right, yeah. right, right. Like, when we talk about Tezuka, you're like, no, Tezuka. Or, no, I, I said, pronounce it I said Tezuka. Tezuka. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah. Tezuka. It's like, oh, okay. It's, it's Sasuke. It's uh, Sasuke. We are, yeah. yeah. We, 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 none of us are fluent in Japanese. We're bad. Anyway. Yeah. If, like you, you don't know who Shuntaro Furukawa is. Like, who is I, like, this? Who's who is this, this person? This is the person. I love his backstory. And very short Wikipedia article, by the way. So the, this is my source. Just pulled straight from Wikipedia. We got like one paragraph. Oh, yeah. It was probably updated after I checked it, Kyle. Yes. <laughs> uh, joined Nintendo 2004. And for the first 10 years at Nintendo, worked at an accounting office in Germany. So is in Germany oh, for ten that's years. That's probably why. Yeah, I working didn't at an accounting okay, office, okay. training. Yes, dreaming. Judiciary yeah. yeah. duty, right there. Yes, just like someday I'm going to be president of this company. But for now, I'm in Germany for wow. ten years. I wonder if that was specifically working on German part. You know, the, well, the German arm of Nintendo, right. or if it was just based. That's in Germany. That's where Nintendo like, of Europe yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. There you eventually go. ended up there. Yeah. Yeah. So just man, toiling away. Okay. You know what? I'm going to work it. Uh, in the, by the mid. 2010s, he rose up to the co-op, co- the corporate. Is that my mistake or uh, Wikipedia's? Hmm. I mean, I copied and pasted. We'll never know. Well, what's the full we'll thing that you're saying? Uh, it, he rose up in the corporate office, right? There's no cooperate office. Yeah, a corporate office. Corporate Wikipedia, office. check your facts. Uh, working in global marketing and the executive department, and as an outside director of the partly owned. Pokemon Company. Okay. That, yeah, that's, that's where Pokemon Company comes in. Okay. Uh, so that's our new guy. That's going to be our new president and CEO of Nintendo. Sweet. Is that it? Not, not a development background like Iwata. Right. Like, we, cause we're, didn't uh, start we, as a developer. Yeah. Right. But didn't, I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if you look, you have it on here that we're going to talk about. I saw something that you were showing me, I believe, before this that said that he was spending like the, like, Years or months leading up to this position, like planning out, was you should. It's Bloodworth. Bloodworth showed me. Yeah, Bloodworth showed me that thing about like he's been like yeah, Yeah. he's got a council of five. He's been planning Nintendo's future behind the scenes. Like he's been. It sounded like he's been waiting for this moment. He's like, I have a plan for Nintendo, and when I become president. It's going into right. Yeah, so it's going uh, full effect. Kimishima became president in 2015, <laughs> yeah. and so, so right, Damiani. I think during this whole time, he's like, okay, I got an idea of what I'm going to do with Nintendo. Like when when it's my turn at the throne, uh, and now it's it's coming up. I think it's like June 28th, but I shouldn't say it because I did not write it down. Uh, but it's coming very soon. Um, I want to read a quote from Kotaku's article. Uh, Chris Kohler wrote this. Uh, that is actually really interesting because they had a source who like is at least familiar with this person. <clears throat> Furukawa is a very nice guy who gets how the industry is changing, one game industry's source, who has met with him many times over the years, told Kotaku. The incoming president realizes, he says, that games as a service models and mobile games are becoming increasingly important and that Nintendo isn't making as much money as it could be in those areas. It's clear to me he wants to fix mobile said the source, and hence the Psy Games deal, in which Nintendo will partner with the massive Japanese mobile game maker to release a free-to-play RPG called Dragalia Lost this summer. Um, I do want to talk about Dragalia Lost Yo, that, in this context. That, coupled with the information that he worked in accounting, mm-hmm. he's a businessman. He's a businessman. 
It's kind of alarming. He's got his... Yeah, man. <sighs> it is kind of alarming. It is, but also, like, so was Awada's predecessor. Like, the the Yamichi was, like, like stern, yeah, hardcore, hardcore guy. Yeah. business. Mm-hmm. And while you might not always been the best times for Nintendo, there's still some pretty good stuff came out under his tenure. So it's like, you had the NES, you had the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Pretty good systems there. So it's like... <laughs> presided over you know the, 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 with those so I, I don't know like I, I don't think it's like that ne- that doesn't necessarily mean anything bad to me <laughs> I do think there's been a thing with Nintendo and mobile like they, they, they've dipped their foot into it you know they've had all these games that have come out into I it I don't know if that's a dipped foot anymore they went all in within the last two years man I think they've they've gone in okay it's more than a dipped foot but like yeah, I don't they're think they're sitting in the shallow end I don't just think they, I don't think they yes. they haven't they haven't dove in yet they, they have, have not, not they have yet. not done that yeah. I think that's what everyone's like. All these investor updates keep saying they kind of put pressure on, like more mobile, please, more mobile, please. And I think that's never gonna go away, and they and they need someone who actually was wanting to tackle that properly and might have been like doing all this research ahead of time, you know, planning for Nintendo's future. I've, I've looked into everything, and like I know I have a plan. I know what we're gonna be doing, and this could, this could be the first. This uh, Dragalia loss could be like the first step of that, where it's like. You expect to see more of this. No, no, not mainline Nintendo IPs mm-hmm. just being converted, but them mm-hmm. investing into other developers making mobile games and publishing on publishing them on their behalf. Right, because so Iwata's yeah. old plan, the, the what he would say is like, hey, these mobile games will help us promote our actual IP. These, these mobile yeah, games will help us exactly, promote our franchises. Yes. And with Dragalia Lost, no. No, it's... Yeah. <laughs> that's its own weird new... We should yeah. talk about it because... In the context of that conversation of just like, and yeah, that's why there were side games. That's why they got Dragalia Lost. We watched the trailer and it's like, oh, this is Nintendo's new mobile RPG? Can you, can, Huber, can you explain Dragalia Lost to me? Yeah, it's like World of Final Fantasy looking characters, kind of. That's kind of the Those yeah, big, the old big heads. Head. Yep. A lot of uh, slashing, mm-hmm. a lot of spinning and slashing, some lava. Some uh, generic-looking lion creatures with fangs. <laughs> Just real standard JRPG stuff. That's exactly it, Hubert. Yeah. And I think the reason like we couldn't really pick anything in particular about it is it's a generic JRPG, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, nothing special yeah. about Just it. Just looked generic. It looks like yeah. it's the perfect word for it. A dime a dozen. Game. Yeah, I've dime seen a dozen. Yeah. That I've seen a hundred like, of them. So many times before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just... Didn't look special, yeah. Uh, worth mentioning that the game is not announced for the U.S. It's going to come out in Japan, Taiwan, Hong oh. Kong, and Macau. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, not not the U.S. Probably might never. Uh, I don't think if Grand, I don't think Grand Blue Fantasy has ever come out in the U.S. So that's Side Games' big big claim to fame. Uh, there's the one, the most recent one is supposed to be coming out over here. The 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 one on PS4? Or, yeah. Okay, yeah. That one. But, yeah. Like, but so not the, none of the yeah, none of the mobile or right. anything. Right. So like they've that, made yeah. a ton of money in Japan with Grand Blue Fantasy, a free free to play I'm, RPG. I'm pretty sure none of the PS4 one looks yeah. cool. It does. The oh, PS4 yeah. one looks actually I bought the PS4 cool. one, but yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, so Nintendo goes to side games like, "Hey, we'll publish your next we'll publish that next game. Like let's make business with each other." And they I think they bought 5% of side games. Uh so they they they're financially invested as well. Uh, this is like Furukawa's first step into improving Nintendo, and I gotta say, I don't like it. <laughs> Will Nintendo ever ally up with Tencent? Good question, Huber. What do you think, Kyle? 
I think they're Will rivals. Will they shake hands? I think they're uh, rivals. Nintendo wants to get in China on their own. They want yeah. that Chinese money. Yeah, yeah. they've been doing yeah. uh, Nvidia Shield over there. You're that, right. They that, have that's been. What, that's, yes. how Nintendo's been <laughs> that's how they get around it or whatever. The, some yeah. of the restrictions. They come, the, they've been releasing like Gal- uh, Galaxy and something else was just coming out. But basically, Wii games in HD, officially in HD on, <laughs> Only NVIDIA, on NVIDIA Shield. Shield. Yeah. Only in so China. Funny. Yeah. I can't buy that product if I want to. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's That's insane. Crazy. Like, yep. You have to find a crazy way to try and import it. And who, it might even be Geobox. So I think you have to buy the games online and stuff. So it's like, yeah, that's insane. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know if they team up with Tencent versus so much as they just try and work with, like, the different regulations they have to adhere to and try and get their foot into that market. But, I mean... I, w- I w- would not put it past that though. Like I want, I, I, that is possible because a lot of other companies have to work with some kind of other, I guess, third-party entity as an intermediary to do business in there. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm getting this not exactly correct, but uh, like Final Fantasy 14 is in Ch- in China and in Korea, and they it's not just self-published by Square Enix. I believe in China, they have to work with another company who oh, handles sure. some of their stuff <laughs> yeah. to follow the regulations and everything like that. Um, so I would assume Nintendo, as they get more into these mobile games and they, they want to be in China, as you said, they're probably going to have to start maybe working with another company if they're not already planning to. Yeah, know. I don't know the history of Nintendo working with other publishers and developers, but it feels like it's been more in the last couple of years. Yeah. Especially uh, with like Mario Run uh, and stuff. Right, they've open. been partnered with DNA for those things. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. and so, uh, yeah. They've had a good history. With partnerships, yeah, like it goes, yeah. It, it's been a yeah, they have like yeah, yeah. just that Panasonic one that turned out so well. That was really cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's more than just that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jones, and here's the thing: is I wonder if this person who says we're not making as much money on games as a service as we possibly could, I wonder if a person like that would look at Splatoon two and Arms and say, "Oh, free DLC? What are you doing?" Do you, think, do you think we'll still get free DLC? <laughs> Hang it up. <laughs> do you think we'll still get free DLC games going forward? Maybe for franchises we're familiar with that. But yeah, this sounds like they maybe do a test run with a, a new IP or a new franchise. Uh, or bring something to the Switch that is on other consoles now and, and try it out and see how that audience will take it. But uh, yeah, that... Can you imagine the new boss? Hang it up. <laughs> Just Hang it up. <laughs> But I mean, it, we're gonna add some DLC here for free. Hang it up. Hang it up. I, I mean, I, it sounds like a very scary prospect coming in as a new boss and looking at <laughs> anything that's been going on the Switch as wrong or like going in the wrong direction. I think the Switch is incredibly—they've had a lot of successes lately. Unfathomable uh, success. They could not have planned how much how successful the Switch has been so far. So yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to do anything that uh, uh, has the, has the whiff of. Uh, changing the course mm-hmm. or, you know, t- taking a sharp turn in a different direction. Um, but I think if you, just like you were saying, like, wow, this is a strange RPG coming to mobile that does not feel like a traditional Nintendo game. And I think we, we can easily recognize it as that, you know, and I'm sure there's some people that see that type of RPG and like, yes, this is my jam. I will totally play something like this on mobile. And, you know, uh, you know, players like us are like, no, this does not interest me and I'm moving on, but I'm not like upset with Nintendo for publishing it or investing in this. It seems like could potentially be a smart decision. I just think yeah, as long as they're yes. upfront about that mm-hmm. and it is a new project and something that I can identify, oh, they're trying to gain service with this thing. Well, we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Yeah, I was also going to say, like, uh, with, with the mobile stuff, like, doing that, uh, I think I, I don't have the stuff in front of me, but it was part of the financial briefing. They did talk about mobile performance, and they I think they said they were little, like, Super Mario Run's performance has been a little bit below expectations yeah. for what they've had, Honestly, versus something like yeah. Fire Emblem Heroes, which, uh, which is, like, that style of game that, gotcha. that shows them. Even though it's, it's their gotcha. IP, yes. they would not traditionally make a Fire Emblem game that, like, 
was like that at all. You're rolling dice, like a gambling. gotcha game at yes. that. Yeah, and I don't know how much success they've had with Animal Crossing. I didn't because I didn't look at the numbers and mm-hmm. stuff. But if it's even remotely as successful as like Fire Emblem Heroes, I can see that. Oh, they might realize one we the games we had been making for they don't we don't we don't have very much experience making mobile games. So they start kind of copying gotcha style games. Like it's working. So yeah. like hey. And also, uh, I want to add that the the DNA thing. They said they're going to keep working with them as well. Yes. So like yeah, they yeah. are doubling down on mobile development. Like they're happy with what they got. Oh yeah, yes. they they see it as like a big thing for the future. Which is like, remember a few years ago, we're like, yeah, Nintendo's never good. They're, they're going to be the no, they're not going to do mobile. It's like they'll release a Pokemon game and that'll be it. And that's like, yeah. nope, <laughs> not at all. And that Pokemon game actually did way better than I ever thought it oh, could. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what it was though? It was. Uh, that was the presumption of like Nintendo just putting their games on a phone and then that would work. And that's kind of what Mario Run is. Mario Run is just like, hey, you can't just put a Mario game on a phone and charge $10 for it and people will massively uh, uh, accept that. Yeah, the pricing structure too is a big uh, growing pain for them. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, like good value for them. A good ex- sorry, good experience. Because, yeah, the Fire Emblem Heroes is free. Yeah. Like, here you go. It's a game. It's free. You don't have to spend a cent on it. And then they made a lot more money. They made a lot more money yeah. that way. Yeah. So, yeah. So, maybe yep. Yep. we're, uh, well, some, like, I think we're not so sold on this Dragalia loss, but, you know, maybe the, the developers, like, hey, we know something. Look at what we've been and doing they do. it for. They and do we, know yeah, a lot. we know yes. something about this. It doesn't matter if, like, journalist stuff, like, laugh at how it looks. Oh, it looks like generic anime, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, have but, fun on your podcast. But, but look we'll at how much money that. Yeah. Yes. See you yes. next financial briefing, <laughs> yeah. Damiani and yeah. Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's exactly what this is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Quick question to wrap things up, though, yeah. because Pokemon Go does not come up into the conversation in this podcast that much yeah. lately. Kyle, would you still consider that game a success? Like, yes, it is. And they're, and they're still supporting I, it, John. I still see it all the time on social media. I think there's, I think there's lots of people that are still very invested in it and uh, I see people that tweet they're like oh I caught this thing I'm just like wow I'm not following up on that, that game at all yeah. but um, I just had, I had faith in it and I think a lot of people like did not think a year or two what has it been two years now? Yeah you know what two we may have even years. like had the conversation of like will we still be talking about Pokemon Go and obviously we're not Summer it's not still a phenomenon yeah. right. but it's still a successful mobile game oh yeah which is hard it's hard to be that and so yeah but that's really but that's cool. Niantic and Pokemon Company though Nintendo's very, very little, Nintendo. little yes. right yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Of, I'm not yet yeah, drawing a correlation here saying but I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. as long as it was brought up I was just curious all your takes on it because uh, yeah. I'm oh, proud yeah. of that little game I oh, think yeah, that they for sure they've supported it well they have more than the average mobile game by a long mile like yeah it's longevity yeah uh, and the other thing that I wanted to touch on really quickly which I think is cool uh, Yoshiaki Koizumi and Takashi Tezuka uh, have joined the board of directors at Nintendo and why that is cool is that those are two developers. Those are two people who make games, and they get to rise to the level of board of directors at a company like Nintendo. Nice. And so that is why I'm, Damiani's hissing though. Like I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so happy for that. Yes. But I'm also sad because I want, like, I'm scared that they will be have less time to be directly hands on with games. Mm. So oh, they for make sure. some that's, of that's the a circle of life. The two man. of them make some like of the a Miyazaki best situation. Games. And it's like, no, I know they like new people have to rise up and then and you know take the mantle. But like Koizumi, especially, like I feel like. The, Kazuma's got a lot of good stuff still left in him. Yeah, Tezka's a little be bit, okay. Like Tezka's more closer we to Miyamoto. We should age. frame those two people actually. So oh, Tezuka sure. to me is like uh, old school developing Mario. Games. He's like Miyamoto level technically. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and just like, and I went on his Wikipedia article to see like basically stop directing after. Uh, it was around like Super Mario. Is basically I'm, not, I'm then I'm becoming a, a, a producer after that point. Yeah. Um, and so basically after that point it's like every game Nintendo's publishing Tezuka's producing that you know what I mean he's like like you're like you're right to call Miyamoto scale it's just like on that level just has uh, 
input on almost everything. Yeah, he's, yeah, he always had input because I remember like interviews even through the like the mid two thousands. He was still hands on and stuff like uh, yeah. uh, was it? I think uh, uh, yarn the actual yarn Yoshi game or whatever. He was like involved with. Yeah, what was yeah. funny is he wasn't a director for a long time. He's actually yeah. credited as director on Super Mario Run, uh, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess he really wanted to direct that one, but yeah, uh, still yeah. But you yeah. Would, you would find him in the credits of many many Nintendo. When books. Shinji Mikami left directing evil within two i was terrified yeah but it worked out damiani you're right he's moving up at yep. tango right yep. yeah yeah Some, and his whole thing his whole thing about wanting to step down from game directing is so the new generation yep. can rise up and have just new creative crazy ideas i like these guys calling the shots basically you oh know? yeah uh yeah. and then koizumi i would oh, say yes. is one generation later uh yes. so he's like Link's Awakening, and then uh, sweet. He, well, he, he's worked on Alcarina too, right? Yeah, Koizumi came in like even before Link's Awakening. He actually worked on A Link to the Past. He oh, we cool. wrote the manual pretty much for that game. Actually, what a gig! So yeah, isn't like, it funny? Like he manual got, writer, yeah, like, to he go goes, on and become I, well, a we get to write like yeah. the story stuff because that's yeah. how they did the story back in the day so and all cool. these games. So he's yeah. like, oh man, I get to like write this cool story and stuff. But mm-hmm. like maybe no one will ever read this because it's in the manual that no one ever reads. But went on like beyond that, like directed a lot of good games. And most recently, Super Mario Odyssey. He's been he's been at the helm of Mario since like like Galaxy, I believe. It might have been before, but like no, Gal- it was it was Jungle Beat, and then they're like, hey, we got to give Galaxy. Yeah. Mar- let's give Mario to the Jungle Beat team. And it's like what? And then that worked out. And Quizzer's like, I got I got this, everyone. Yep. They're like, yeah. Don't worry. Um, the part, this is mostly for Tezka. It was mostly because uh, I've always had like a personal like dream of something to come true, and I don't think it will be possible anymore if that happens. But it's still possible with Koizumi uh, because I think he's younger enough. He's young enough that he can still maybe have enough energy to do like the board of directors thing, but also be like more hands on, even as like a managerial position. He's like right. directing the younger teams. Is like he can still step in. Like no, no, no. You get, like, let's let me do this and show you this and stuff. It's like if, yeah, it, yeah. If you need a face, he was the person who who showed us the the switch for the first time. Mm. Um, who showed us actually yes. the the HD rumble of the controller. Mm-hmm. I think we saw a switch before that. The guy who lied down on the couch. Yes, yes. the guy so who lied down on the he couch is Koizumi. So yeah, he was actually. Integral to the development of the Switch, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Super Mario Odyssey. You know what I mean? So it's just like just one of these just clutch people, humans at mm-hmm. Nintendo, uh, up in that board of directors. But I'm, yeah, I'm very happy for him. Like making yeah. him the face of the company, rewarding his success. Like that's that's a good thing for Nintendo to do. Yeah. Y'all hear that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of May. Unique to me design. Looking for a gift that for that special someone they will treasure for a lifetime? Or maybe a little something that says, I care? With rings and bracelets, necklaces, and more, Unique to me design is a wide range of custom-made jewelry for all tastes. Enter the coupon code ALLIES25 for 25% off of your order. That's etsy.com slash shop slash unique to me design. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Mango. Video Game Abominations. What if there was a book filled with all your favorite video game characters, but then someone decided to take the piss out of them? 
Well, there is, and this is it. Video Game Abominations takes all the characters you know and then lovingly mocks them. The book is written and illustrated by gamers for gamers. The book will only be on sale for one month exclusively on Kickstarter. Once it's gone, it's gone. You'll never be able to buy another copy. So, support them between April 11th and May 11th and help them decide what characters should be in the book. iKeyless. iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. Simon Anderson. L. Fanis. And our mega sponsors... Hoaglaw Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hoag started Hoaglaw to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours, and is proud to support the allies. Follow him on Twitter at H-O-E-G-Law. Blue. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. What's a mega sponsor? What is a that? A mega sponsor is a sponsor of both the Easy Allies podcast and Frame Trap. What's Frame Trap? Frame Trap is our. Uh, we have several podcasts. We do. We have Frame Trap. Yeah. Frame Trap is our other big gaming focused podcast hosted by the lovely Ben Moore. Uh, that uh, is less about the business of video games and more about the pleasure of talking about the video games we are playing, deep diving into some of the more popular games and just some great fun retro stuff. I've been playing lots of retro games. I'm excited to talk about Ooh, you uh, get on stuff that is not from this gen, like some old gen stuff. Yeah, uh, that I'm excited to talk about in the next frame trap. It's a frequent you... comment we get on this podcast. Is like, why didn't they talk about God of War? It's like right. we do. That's what we'll do, right. normally do on Frame Trap. Is we'll so, talk about the the games that we're actually playing. The yeah. Easy Allies podcast sponsorship is five hundred dollars on Patreon. The Frame Trap sponsorship is two hundred and fifty dollars for seven hundred a fifty dollar discount. You can become a mega sponsor of Easy Allies. Um, blue, blue, but we're blue mysterious yeah, yeah that is that is i'm a little nervous about that mango inspired <laughs> by mango sure yeah they were like i like mango style just call me blue yeah that's blue. cool so mango hats style. off to, to anybody that sponsors us <laughs> at that extreme level and it's just like i'm just gonna be in the shadows there keep doing what you do i always uh and i like the, the first week of a month when we get new sponsors and everything it's fun yeah. it's a fun week okay so we, i did look it up it was games radar and the writer of this article is Rachel Weber. And the reason I clicked on this article is, you know, there were lots of Tomb Raider impressions this week. The, the headline was, uh, literally everything will kill you in this game. And that was in quotes because somebody in, somebody in this article said, literally everything in this game can kill you. It's like, all right, literally to stop that. Uh, so uh, that person was Crystal Dynamics brand manager, Chris Johnston. Love a good brand manager. Yes. And when we first... I feel like when you see... Every time Tomb Raider comes up. <laughs> and so here's the thing. I think when you see that trailer, you're like, her face is different again. And I feel like every time you see Lara Croft, you say, her face is different. And so Rachel actually asked him, hey, why is the face different? And so here's the answer. When you look closely, you can actually see scars on her face from Tomb Raider. Every single game, you can see what she's been going through. And you can see the marks. It's almost like scars and badges... It's almost like scars are badges of honor for her as she goes through each of these games. If you look at her character model, her face is the same, but her actual musculature has changed. <laughs> after doing all that climbing, after being obsessed with wanting to find Trinity, that's all taking a toll on her body. You want to make sure that's visible to the players as well. 
That's it. So she's it's like horrible. More I, don't, I don't need to laugh at that. I'm sure they're working really hard on this game. Yo, she might look like jacked when we see it then. Well, she did. If she's like full on warrior. I think she looked jacked. I think she looked mature. Like she did look older to me in the yeah. trailer. Uh, but what a funny, what a funny way to describe that. Yeah. I think it's hard to be in PR. I think sometimes it's hard to like, uh, I don't, what do I tell you? Yeah. Changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, no, it doesn't. If you look at her, it doesn't change. It's just, she's angry now. It's like, all right, man. I liked uh, uh, Bethesda. Weren't they really upfront about Evil Within 2? They were like, yeah, he looks a little different yeah. and different voice actor. Yep. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Next yep. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how you got to do it. Yeah. I, I feel like Lara Croft gets treated with this like extra special attention. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, which maybe she doesn't. I mean, she doesn't need to be that extra special. She's still a video game character like anybody else. Her face can change. That's okay. It is now time for love and respect. Love, love and respect. respect. All right, let's do a super fun one. I noticed the smack now. You bring both hands into it now. Yeah, I'm not like gentle. I don't do it's a little not gentle just touch the, Yeah, anymore. just a yeah. little squish. I don't know. I think, I think, Jones, you know I love pressing buttons. It just feels good hmm. sometimes to smack a button. And Especially honor- in a game, dude, when there's like a big button you need to push. Like Duke yeah. Nukem 3D. Mm-hmm. It's always the... Oh, yeah. And I'm talking like arcades, man. Oh, just yeah, pressing like- buttons. <laughs> Love it. Anytime that it's just like you're at it, it's like a boss, just like mash square. It's like, oh, yeah, I will. Yes. Okay. Uh, in honor <laughs> of Avengers Affinity War coming out last week and smashing many, many superheroes together in one movie... I would like the panel to smash together some video games. What two, three, or more series do you think would meld together well? Love and respect, Matt. Just do it. Like Mario Rabbit yeah, style. Why, you locked and loaded? Let's, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. What? Uh, I want the truth. I want the rumor to come true that never came true. Oh, I know exactly what you're about to do. Metroid and Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Help me with this, though. Does Samus speak in this game? Oh, okay. So Samus speaks. Okay. Yes, because... The Star Fox characters speak. So there's a lot of yeah. So I imagine it is that Samus. It's like on a, like traveling on another mission. Mm-hmm. So it's like separate from all the other canon and stuff. Yeah. So we got that covered. Just going out on a mission and just crosses paths. So like she's doing her mission on a planet and she crosses paths with the Star Fox team who are also sent there. You know to do their mission and like. It could be like a like a little bit of a beef at first. Like uh, I'm here to do this and stuff. Samus is like, get out, you guys are silly. Get out of here. And Fox and them are like, we don't back down from a mission and stuff. We're Star Fox. Yeah. And Falco's <laughs> just like, oh, oh, excuse me, Samus. And then like they get into like you this know, is good. They get into like yeah, they get into it and stuff. What's and then the like style? they get into a fight and they damage each other's ships and they're like, oh man, we're screwed. And then so the first part of the game together. is yes. Metroid style, yes. where it's like you use each of the characters. You got to solve getting through the planet stuff. And then mm-hmm. when you when you Finally, you're trying to find resource stuff to fix your ship and stuff, and then you like uncover like a secret on the planet. It's like, uh oh, we gotta get off this planet and get the secret out there. And then when you finally get off the planet, like the enemy force that you like track down, they're coming after you. And then and now it's Star Fox style gameplay. Yeah. Only now you can play Samus's ship and stuff. You probably you've been dreaming that moment. Like Samus has this cool gunship. It's called a gunship. What am I fighting in space with this thing? The well, dream's I, coming true. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the show Pop Fiction. I was a big fan. It's not around anymore, yeah. but I was a big fan of that back in the day. And they had a really cool episode one time where they talked about possible connections between Star Fox and F-Zero. Yeah, do you say that for So I think don't stop there. So, yeah, F-Zero F-Zero was good, after, after you after the Because you said three. Because yeah. I think that's for three. That's the tease. I was going to yeah. draw 
about that post credit sequence. Yeah. Where like Captain Next Falcon target is races like, by Black Bull. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you just you just see like the you see like the boot. Oof. And then it just like pans up and you just see the shades and Captain Falcon. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Show me your moves and it ends. <laughs> You're right, that's the way to do it. Show me your moves. Okay. All right, Damiani, I don't know how Brandon or Huber could possibly uh, do better than that. And no, for that it's... reason, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, Jones? Uh, I mean, this is not this is not as fun or as out there as that, but they are two things that are technically separate. Um, but I would love to see the uh, PlayStation 2 era Grand Theft Auto and the new Nico uh, GTA 5 G- Grand Theft Auto era come together. You know, I would love to see those characters, Versetti and Nico, mm-hmm. get together. Uh, in just kind of like maybe some other world because they definitely made a clear line where like when yeah. they started GTA 4 it's like all yeah. the old stuff's gone like yeah. we, 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 we might we might allude era. to it in yeah. parts but this is we are we are starting we are wiping the slate clean and it would be fun just to have a silly game maybe even like a just a multiplayer only thing or just like a DLC with expansion. all those characters yeah, yeah that'd be, that's a really cool idea I'd love that nice Jones you already got one Bayonetta may cry right wow. now come on these are three good answers heck yeah <laughs> we need it yeah and again, it. like Damiani described, Kamiya when, when they first meet, the rivalry is apparent between those two. Oh, you fight each other yeah. like at stages throughout the game. Mm-hmm. You clash. Oh, wait, so is it like Resident Evil where you choose A or B? You choose Bayonetta? Yeah, okay. there's an A and a B. There's two yeah. scenarios, yeah. and there's like two or three times that you have to clash each other. They're mm-hmm. boss fights. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually at the end, Team Uneasy up. Alliance yes. teaming up. That scene when, when Bayonetta first uses witch time on Dante, yes. and she's like, oh, I got you and stuff. And he's like, but he like nope. it's like It's like better than Batman versus Super, or better than uh, whatever the uh, Justice League moment or whatever, where Superman comes back. It's yeah, just like Dante certainly. turns his head and he has <laughs> yeah. a slice of pizza and he bites it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes. Pulls she, it out of nowhere, too. And she's just like, just pulls it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I It'd like be this. so good. Directed by Kamiya. Do you have another one, John? I got another one. Oh, baby. This yeah. one I have to give credit to Mike Buddy, one of the original mm. co-founders of Game Trailers, yeah. uh, who um, gave us some camera equipment right at the beginning of Easy Allies and has been a longtime friend of mine. So this is an old thing that he brought up, but we were playing SSX back in the day on PlayStation 2, and we were big Burnout fans, and uh, they were both electronic arts, and so I'm like cruising down the mountain, and as in the distance you could see roads, and he was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if like those roads were in Burnout, and if like you were playing a Burnout game and looked in the distance, that was the same mountain from SSX, and my brain exploded. I was like, whoa, yeah, like cool. EA owns all these licenses. It would be interesting if like they released a whole season of games where like Madden, NBA, SSX, Burnout, like they all had some weird connection where like either it was all in the same world. It's kind of like how I appreciated that uh, um, Pilot Wings when that came out on, on 3DS and then they released, I can't think of like, was it Wii Sports? Wii Sports Resort. Like, Wii Sports Resort and yes. Pilot Wings were both in the same island. Yeah, man. And so when you're like flying over the tennis court, it's like, oh, that's the tennis court. You know, yeah. I would just love that kind of synergy between these these sports properties that they own or just like extreme sports I guess you could like kind of pseudo lump uh, racing into that so Jones I actually recently looked at a couple of wikis and it turns out that in Burnout Paradise which has the same DJ DJ Atomica as SSX3 oh, really? yeah same <laughs> guy awesome. he apparently makes some references to SSX3 so I think we can consider that the same universe Ooh. pop facts time yeah look out um, even you know they when they do the the uh, it's Forza right that does the helicopters that you're chasing and yeah uh, it'd be fun maybe if they had like one thing that was like you know people in Burnout are racing against people in SSX and it's just like I'm going down the mountain jumping over people that are racing underneath me and we're like we'll see who can get to the finish line first nice 
Great if, answers, panel. That, that was exciting. That was a really, really fun game. So we should we should bounce off into a serious one. Okay. Let's get serious. Yeah, let's get a little serious. Okay. Yeah, because I'm kind of like, I'm worried about this too. Let's do you want to get nuts? God, it's the best. It's the best line. Uh, all right. He's so lucky he got shot right there. <laughs> What's the movie? What are you talking about? Batman. Mm-hmm. Want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. What's Keaton. Batman? Michael Keaton. Keaton. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've Talk not re-seen that since I was a child. Holds up. I'm positive it holds up. Oh. Holds up big time. Just the the architecture and just the shot. Like the darkness. Everything just looks awesome. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? This one is it's heavy and recent events. Let's do this one. Okay. Heavy? Yeah. Well, not heavy. Not, okay. not emotionally. Just serious. Heavy. Yeah. Okay. No, like, like we're going to get cranky. Okay. Hello, allies. From the unsuspecting shadows, Donkey Whoa. Kong Country Tropical Freeze was removed from the Wii U eShop. Mm-hmm. This would be upsetting news on its own, but there's another factor that makes this fishy. The Switch port for the game will be released this Friday. Ooh, you know what? I do have to correct that already. I had to look this up. Apparently, it was removed since February. Somewhere between October of last year and February of this year, it was removed. So it's not like they removed it just now. So uh, people fishy. noticed just now. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, I should go with the- Oh, it's gone. Anyway. It shows you how much people are playing the Wii U's. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that they don't notice it from February till yes. uh, May. Um, anyway, the move that Nintendo is making here is very obvious, and it does concern me greatly. Not only am I worried for other games such as Hyrule Warriors, which also will receive a Switch port, but I'm also concerned about other games that will get ports on newer hardware, even on PlayStation and Xbox, should other companies catch on. Do you think this could be the start of a new trend in the digital industry? Should publishers have any say in what version of a game we have to buy? Love and respect, Chris the Fields. Oof. This is such a situational thing. I can't imagine yeah. it ever so, becoming I mean, like a rampant Why wouldn't Nintendo problem? remove so the that? Thing from- is, yeah, it's a, it's a digital-only version that's being affected here, let's be clear. There, there is a physical version of Donkey Kong, Tropical, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for Wii U you can technically still buy. Yeah, so you can find they're it. not printing those discs, though. I know. You but can like, find it on Amazon, but like, oh, yeah, but you can go like, to Best Buy and find that Wii it's U It's not game? like any of those games on that system are like completely sold out. They're the mainstream. Like Those games will be around for several more years. Sure. So it's not a problem like right now. So I think it's like a little bit blown out of proportion. We're looking forward, like, though. The ease. Yes. But like, yeah, like digitally. It's like, yeah, what if this whatever game they decide to like, yeah, you just can't get that version anymore. You flip off the Switch. Like, I see that. It happens. Um, I think that here are the things I saw, because I did look into this even before you like mentioned this stuff. I mean, is a company obligated to keep a, a, a server for older shops forever and stuff like that? Because as we're seeing with Wii, to, yeah, to yeah. get the Wii U version of the game, you need to go on the Wii U shop. It's not the same server as like going on the Switch eShop. They're mm-hmm. different. And people are pointing out that like, oh, uh, other shops on older systems are now closed and stuff, or will be closed eventually, and you will not be able to get those games on that hardware. You'll either have to go to the newer version of the hardware and access it in there and it's like a, a legacy game because like on Vita you can still go to the Vita store I believe and get like PS1 class PS1 classics that you bought for like PSP or whatever or digital titles that will like work on that way but, but I can't get on a PSP and buy those games, is what you're saying? Yeah, like apparently or something like that. Gotcha. Supposedly. I, I, I haven't checked it myself. Who the knows? direct example is Wii, though, which is fair. Yeah. Like, we can't go on that Wii store, get some money, and buy a game yeah, right now. Yeah, but like so far, it's only in North America. It's not worldwide. It's only in North America that is happening. All other territory it's shops. still listed? It's still listed. Interesting. So there's something. So, yeah, yeah, it's like, what's going on? Is there some kind of, like, just a rights issue or some... Maybe it's a clerical error and, like... These headlines will bring it to light to Nintendo, mm-hmm. like, oh, whoops, we took it off. Yeah, let's put that back on there. Yeah. Because honestly, 
I, like people like they think it's gonna force you to buy the Switch version by doing that. That you know what? If Nintendo was really like that, and Nintendo was really like that, you wouldn't have gotten both versions of Breath of the Wild on the same day when the Switch launched. They still released the Wii U version side by side with that. They didn't like pull it away or anything. Like, let's delay it. Well, they, you told me that sold 1.5 million copies. The Wii U version. Still, that's that's a lot of money to make. I know, but like, still, like they could have like you like the line of argument is that you take something away from a cheaper, older version. So that you're forcing people to play the more expensive, newer version. Yeah. So why know, wouldn't they? That's a, that's why a key wouldn't factor. they? So they people com- argued they did that for Twilight Princess on GameCube because they staggered the release after the Wii. Yeah. But then come so you could argue okay maybe they did it once. But then I'm arguing with the Switch and Wii U Breath of the Wild. They came out day and date. They yeah. did not do that stagger thing. And look how it turned out. Like, let's Nintendo talk about Chocolate going... Freeze again, though. Okay, yeah, sure. Here's the key factor. Of this okay. is that the Wii U version is considered a Nintendo classic. It's twenty dollars. Oh yeah, it's cheaper. If you buy it for Switch right now, that's sixty dollars. That's three times the cost. Okay, that's a big. And so I think it bump. just looked bad. I think it looked bad that that game is twenty dollars digitally, and mm-hmm. it's like, wait, I gotta buy this version for sixty. Yeah, a two hundred percent. But who is this affecting when you really look yeah, down like, at yeah, it? Like, just people point. that yeah, are yeah, who's, people that are a getting weird specific market. So specific. I mean, like getting excited about a new game coming out, but you're gonna now go back and buy the older version. Is that well? Also, that you're super heartbroken about a game not being available that you didn't clearly didn't care about when it launched, and like you care now. That now it's you just launching want it for in a different bucks. format, and you're mm-hmm. upset that it's gone, but you didn't get it before. But you own a Wii U, and it's such an important console yeah, to you that you're constantly playing yeah, it, but you so didn't play specific. one of the best games that was released on it. So that's a. It seems like a very, very, very tiny slice of yeah. the, the the big pie of the Nintendo audience. The other thing 100%. is, yeah, like even like even if you own, yeah, if you owned a Wii U, where were you? Why haven't you bought this yet? Like what? Like I can't believe it was twenty dollars yeah, at some point. That's, yeah, that's it's kind of like on you. But the second point is like, if you don't even own a Wii U, okay, it's technically cheaper to go buy a Wii U and the twenty dollars version. But like, are you really gonna invest that much money in a dead system versus spending a little bit more on the Switch, which is their current system? And uh, okay, so yeah, you're spending more on the game. You're like, oh, it should have been twenty bucks, but okay, I'm paying sixty dollars, and I'm getting a Switch. It's like, okay, cool. Switch is gonna have great new games on it and stuff. You're set for the next few years, not where your Wii U, unless you're gonna like you just want to go back and play Wii U specific games. Okay, I think that's such a small niche, little tiny group. Yeah. That, like I, I don't. That, that's nothing to worry about. Like I, I don't to, think it's that big of a problem. Yeah, to open it up, really, the only concern I have is for digital only games that mm. you know run out of licensing, like we've experienced so many times with like X Men and yeah. Simpsons arcade game. Just those, even just recently, songs in GTA. Yeah, yeah, songs in GTA. Song. Just those me, things yeah. that are only available digitally. Mm-hmm. That go away. That's that's the only time I'm really that, scared yeah. and nervous. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, chances are over the years that you uh, you know you kind of pick the games you want. So, and this doesn't seem like a company wide you know dangerous behavior because they're doing the exact opposite thing with the 3ds. Like, there's a console that we thought wasn't going to be getting any love at this point. Yeah, and they're still supporting it. Oh, those that shops can be open for ages. So yeah, <laughs> so it's it's not like you know the good old the heydays of of Nintendo even just in the last decade are, are evaporating. Like there is still a lot of classic mm-hmm. stuff you can get. Also, and I know it's different, but it's it's. Kind of similar. I think of games coming out with like a newer version and then just not selling the original. They'll come out with the game of the year version, you know, like, oh, you know, the game's been out for a while. It used to be 20 bucks. Now, now it's 40, you know, always finding ways to get a little more cash out out of you. Right. Yeah. And (laughs) this 
kind of similar. Animals. I guess I just wish they added more value to the game more than Funky Kong. Mm-hmm. Then I think it'd be way easier to justify it. You can take and it that's to it. go now. Because there's a switch tax. There's, yeah. a, there's a switch tax on anything. It's like I, I think generally you're spending 10 extra dollars than you would on, on anything else because they got that cart and they have to make a cart. Yeah, of, of the ones they've, I guess, of the ones they have, maybe it has like the least. But I mean, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that this kind of criticism. Maybe this was the breaking point because we had Bayonetta in, in February. Added nothing, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I don't. I'm sorry. I think I like added, the most. Damiani, I think that added absolutely nothing. Okay, I'll, I'll take I'll take your word for it. But I yeah. think it actually was priced slightly higher individually. Maybe uh, it was forty and twenty, or is it sixty for both? Or I guess the individual kind of pricing. Where, it was the kind of thing where it'd still be sixty total. Uh, if you bought one or the other first. Mm-hmm. And okay. so basically you get a discount on the next one you buy after that. And so you're spending six. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't, okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. I thought there was some weird pricing thing in that, but that I'm pretty sure there's something similar going on with there. Then you had Pokin earlier on, just just like a Wii U game. You just added a few characters. Just added a few characters. Yeah. And then you had Mario Kart 8 Deluxe before all of added that. Added battle mode and a few characters. I mean, yep. the battle mode stuff. So they have been doing this. People are buying them. I'm not seeing as many people claiming. I think it's the pri- it's I was just a privilege, but like it's you're getting to play it on a newer hardware with the added ability of portability, and yeah, like if Nintendo will charge full amounts of money for things that other companies have bundled together in like multiple parts. We didn't get a Zelda HD collection like you would have got like a God of War collection like with a Sony or something. We got individual Zelda games, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker made in HD, sold at like full price there. Yeah. Instead of, you know, even a discounted price. So you can kind of accuse them of that like they, they, they do it, but people pay that price and they sell and it's like it just keeps happening. It just them. keeps yeah. happening. Yep. Like I, I, I get it. It stinks. I feel like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze should probably have been like probably 39.99 or like yeah, less than that's 60 really that's the issue. probably the issue yeah. to me the, the switch version me. should be cheaper yeah, the switch yeah. version should not probably no be 60 dollars it'd be an easy buy at that point. oh yeah, yeah. It, honestly it's easy yeah. at 60 it's a very good game if you yeah we talked along like yeah. round circles but like that's the point like the newer yeah. one should probably be cheaper but yeah i don't think there's any real foul play going on with the uh the listing thing or anything like that foul and play. well because like uh kyle something similar happened with the donkey kong country games on virtual console they got delisted for a while, I thought, and they came back or something. Yeah. So, like, I wonder if there's some happen, weird thing yeah. with the Donkey Kong Country specifically. So, yeah, David like, Wise. Some, music. like, rare. Yeah. They got to keep relicensing yeah. the Wise. Yeah, yeah, like, some weird thing. I don't know. <laughs> They're paying up for it. Yeah. Okay, anyway. let's do. Um, Yo, David Wise better be paid handsomely. I hope so. Handsomely. I hope he, just millions show up. Yeah, like, millions of dollars. Just like he checks his residuals. Like, Here, another million, David. Like, Wise. I want the Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl calling him up. It's a shame they're not. Yeah. Let's go to that concert. Has there ever been a Donkey Kong concert? No. Serious? Oh, man. You fools. We got to correct this. Wow. Concert? Oh, Jones. Well done, done, Jones. Necklace of bananas? Uh, Let's play an informative game. Let's learn a little bit. Sure. Uh, Gaming today is a truly global medium. Not only are people playing games all over the world, games development is no longer the sole domain of Japan and the U.S., with games being made all over the world. So, to celebrate that, I have a game for the allies. I will list three games, and the panelists must guess which country those games were developed in. Mm-hmm. We got that. Three games per country? Yes. Oh, so we're super dumb if we can't get it. We have no, three examples. Not super dumb. No, these are hard. Well, some of them are hard. Some I have a feeling these are going to be pretty hard. Okay. A Hat in Time. Inside and the Hitman series. 
They all came from Canada. one specific country. That all came from one country. Canada. I'm going to give you three choices, and one is not Canada. Uh, uh, Ukraine, Denmark, or Sweden? Sweden. Denmark. I'll, I'll go Sweden. Denmark. Denmark. Did you know Damiani, really? Yeah, I know I had in time. Ah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Him hey, and dude. So the other ones, I was like, they, if they're all the same, they have to be Denmark. All right, this one is easy. Beyond Good and Evil, Life is Strange, Trackmania. You want to guess? France. Yes. Yeah. I'm giving that there to Jones. I thought it was the rules, though, man. I thought we had to wait for you to give the... Nah, this isn't no. like... Okay, okay, these okay. Are just, okay. These are just jokes. All right. <laughs> um, I've been burned one too many times yeah, on the... France. Yeah. On, that's on, only Otake. Like, you get no Quebec, prize for this right. one, yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, DJ Max series. PUBG. And Korea. Metal Slug 4. Korea. Oh, shoot, not Korea. No, not Korea. That's China. Korea. That's Korea. You got it right the first time. Give me the point, even sure? though you doubted yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Korea. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got. I had it right. I had it right. I'm sorry. Yeah, because the the PUBG devs. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was surprised Metal Slug Four. So is Neo Geo or, or is are th- is that South, a South Korean company? I, uh, I'm I'm ashamed that I don't know the answer to that. Same. Cool. Uh, Neo Geo isn't the name of the company. That's the name of their product. No, SNK. Yes, it's SNK. SNK don't SNK. think is. I bet that K stands for Korea, Korea now. Maybe. Yeah. Now I'm thinking. Wow. Send us that correction. What does Man, SNK I stand for? All right, all right. I'll hand you the prove it ticket. Damiani's looking that up. Um. Okay. Call of Juarez, this war of mine, the vanishing of Ethan Carter. Russia. Jones, you have a guess? Oh, Russia's not bad. I'll give you three options. Yeah. Germany, Poland. Poland, Poland, Poland. Poland. Yeah, all right. Poland. Ah. Good point for you. And uh, SNK is a Japanese video game hardware and software company. Yeah, what? Uh, and they make the Neo Geo yeah. video game. Pl- it's Japanese. All right, like, so look at Metal Slug 4. Look at Metal Slug 4. We're okay, going to the bottom keep of this. Doing it. Maybe right, after right, the trilogy. I'll, continue, I'll yeah, continue to prove to a ticket. Keep going. Yeah, okay, yeah. Metal Slug Yo, 4. Yo, Call of Juarez, though. Glad that was listed. Yeah. Great game. Yeah. Bound in Blood. So, you ever played Bound in Blood, I, Jones? No, I deserve to. Bound in Blood. That, that game deserves to rules. be played by me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> put it that way, yeah. Um, and I think it would have been uh, okay. cheap to put Witcher in there, you know? It was like, mm-hmm. we, there's plenty of games from Poland. One What's of up? the developers of, of Metal Slug 4's Mega Enterprise, it just was a South Korean company. Got it. Okay. Developed yeah. in South Korea. That was super smug. That game is great. I should play it. Because it's great. Not me. It sounded like... I'm sorry. I, what I worded you, that. Point. I missed what you said. Uh, Warren? That game deserves to be played by me. <laughs> <laughs> that game deserves to be played by me. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. <laughs> Just imagine, like, congratulations. Hey, walking through the store, <laughs> that game deserves to be played by me. Uh, <laughs> Castlevania, Lords of Shadow, Rhyme, Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. Spain. Yeah, Damiani. Yeah. Well done. Lords of Shadow. Uh, so Mercury who, Steam. But you got it on Turok 2. No, I got a rhyme. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. It took me a second to say the word Spain. Gotcha. It's tequila works. Because you were you were right on top of Turok 2, so it mm-hmm. sounds like, oh, I know. What okay. Uh, Fruit Ninja, Hollow Knight, L.A. Noir. Oh. Team Bondi, dude. Where are they from again? Oh, you got this now. You let got me, this now. Yeah, let me hit the, let me get the list. I don't think we need it. Do we still need it? Team Bond. I forget where Bondi's from. Okay. Uh, where they were guess. from. Yeah, you can guess. Uh, Italy. No. Dang. Let's hope Just give me the choice. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Hugh Jackman? Australia. Australia. Nice. <laughs> All right. You nice. were like, whatever. Nice. You were um, no, let me give the point to Jones so it's a tie. Three Team Bondi. Time. Yeah. Dude. Uh, Horror of the Orient. Yeah, Bondi. That's, or Bondi? <laughs> I think it's, Bondi a, or Bondi, I don't it's know. in Australia. That's a, that's a city in Australia. Canceled games suck. It's a bummer. It's always a bummer. It's always a bummer. Canceled games are so much better than games that come out. (laughs) 
There's I so wouldn't go that far, but so, it's just, just a bummer. Just... We'll always have fond memories of Scalebound, you know? Who knows what that would have turned out to be. But... All right, Star Wars 1313. Uh, we, we got time for mm. one more, and actually, like, this week was a really good love and respect week, so I gotta want to do these. Um, so, do you want to play a game, or do we want to do another, like, let's imagine what's next for a game? So, like, like another, like, game that we're playing, or, like, let's imagine kind of thing. Mm. Question. What are we feeling? Done a lot of imagining. Okay, all right. We've so done a lot far. of imagining. You're right. Yeah. And you know what? You nailed it so hard. I don't want to like have a bad imagination game. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so. Oh, and there's still two games left. These are both such good games. Okay. Uh, uh, Ooh, this like one's this. easier. This one's this one's simpler and a little juicier. We'll do that. Okay. Ooh. Hey, allies. I'm looking to check the hype levels for these games before E3 comes around. If the hype is not strong, you're fizzling. If the hype is strong, you're sizzling. Love and respect, Pokey Clyde. Okay, here's so the game. Fizzing is bad. You're fizzling. Sizzling. You're fizzling. So you're, or sizzling. You're sizzling. Or no G. Yeah. Nice. Fizzling. Below. Sizzling. I like this. Is sizzling. Sorry, what did you say? Below. Sizzling. Think of sizzler. Yeah. Think of a sizzling steak. I just want to know is, is good. fizzling and fizzling. Is that what's is like two it's fizzling words? out? Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, it's fizzling. Ooh. And Damiani? It's taking too long. I'm going to have to ask you to remind me of this oh, game. Uh, yeah, the fizzling. really uh, zoomed uh, out game with the little guy going in the cave and he goes down. Everything's very dark. It's Xbox. an Xbox. Colors. Uh, Capybaras. Showed it like four or five years ago now. I'm going to say that's a fizzling. If Damiani is still grimacing it's been at the well, It's been a long time. I don't, it can't, it's not coming to my, Without no visual. You, my friend. Uh, John, tell me why it's a sizzling though. Because we ha they haven't overdone it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's like, yeah, we haven't heard from it in a while, but like, because they were realistic about how long it was going to take to make that game. So mm -hmm. they're like, we're not going to keep pumping trailers out and showing you the same damn footage over and over again. Mm -hmm. we, we will show you when we had got new stuff to show you. Yeah, and they like it will come soon, and they have been showing more stuff. But I got to be honest, what, what Huber said just immediately is like my first impression of the sure. game. Your character is too small. It's so weird That's that your character's whole point of the thing. Right. Well, I was hyped on the game to begin with. That's the whole with. point, is what you said. For yeah. me, it's just yeah. been too long. It is, yeah. Uh, Bio mutants. We are. Sizzling. Yep, Huber speaks for the panel. We're all sizzling. Yeah, right. Are you? What, that, were you about to well, say? It's fizzle? not going to be at E3. It won't so, be an E3, yeah. As far as E3 is concerned, the game in general I'm very excited about, but as far as E3 is concerned, yeah, yeah, good point. it's a little nervous. You know, okay. it's I, I've because I'm like getting towards E3 and they're like, we're not going to be there. It's like, all right, okay, here we go towards E3. It's like, <laughs> sure I'm enough. just not going to think about you. And Fair so enough. That, that's fizzling But them me. not being at E3, is that them showing a trailer the week before or the day after? Whenever the World Cup is Does over. that count? Whenever the, the THQ says we're not yeah. going to E3 because yeah, of the World Cup. I think Cup, next so. thing is Gamescom. What's up? Gamescom oh, yeah. Is probably the next Biomutant's going to blow up at Gamescom, and it will be sizzling again. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man 11. Ooh. Oh, I'm sizzling. Okay. Sizzling. <laughs> I'm sizzling with It took you so long to it's say sizzling, though. Whoa. Whoa. I had to think I'm about this. So, uh, <laughs> I've, I've heard some very good stuff about it. Oh. It got me excited. Oh. 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 Mm. Here we go. Damiani and his secret Here sources. That go. makes me so mad, sizzling. dude. All right, Jones, are you sizzling? The seat just got warm. I'm sizzling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sizzling. <laughs> Me too now. All right, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, sizzling. sizzling. Like fajita yeah. skillet. Yeah. Fajita skillet like, coming cool. to this table. I'm going to put my hand on it. <laughs> they haven't confirmed we're going to see the E3, but we all think it. Oh, we all think they're going to see it. Yeah, we don't believe that. Oh, it's yeah. going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Have the hype. Oh, yeah, man. it's coming. It's sizzling. Draft your tweets. Anthem. I'm going to be honest. Fizzle. 
Yeah, be honest with these. Is there someone in the middle of Fizzlin and Sizzlin? Is in the Mizzlin? Mizzlin. Yeah, Mizzlin. Mizzlin. Okay, I'll Mizzlin on it. Mezzanine. Waiting to be sizzled. Okay. Waiting to be Awaiting sizzlement. Yeah, I mean. The oven is preheated and you're about to go in. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Prelude to. Prelude. Prelude to the sizzle. All right. Yeah, I don't know. They got approval. They have a lot to show at E3 for that game to be a sizzler to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cyberpunk is a lot to prove too. You no, know, we just haven't. Because so, because Cyberpunk's not the kind of thing where whatever they show me, I'll still be on board. Like, oh no, they, they gotta, they gotta show some oh, stuff. Yeah, they sure. show excitement. We have the, to have a clear direction. I feel like and the premise. Though, huge difference is though that CD Projekt Red came off Witcher Three. Oh, and but that's the thing. Bioware got, came you know, off Mass Effect Andromeda. Right. You know what I mean? Like they have yeah, different momentums. Yeah, yeah. A different team, obviously, but yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like I certainly think the the genre itself, uh, Anthem, is in a much stickier place. Yes. The, be- oh, yeah. Yeah. the beautiful thing about Cyberpunk too is that like whole team's working on Witcher, but like there's still some cooking going on on the side with Cyberpunk. You know what when. Do you mean? They, when they announced it, oh, years, they announced it years ago. Years ago, because right. yes. they're like yep. doing the concept yep. and the play. You know, just massaging it. They finish Witcher. They all go over there. Yeah, that's a sizzler. Baby. Oh, it's sizzling. Yeah, Jones. I, I <gasps> in that case, we just made fun of Tomb Raider for showing a CG trailer. I think I think Cyberpunk could have another CG trailer and people would still be excited. Dumb question. Why yeah. do I get first person vibes from Cyberpunk? It's gonna be third person, right? It's gonna be both. Ooh. I yeah. can see it like Deus Ex. Yeah, it's gonna be both uh, first and third. Hmm. Okay. Do you, would you play it in first? I'll play whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Jones. It's whatever like, they're yeah, cooking, yeah. I'm eating. That thing's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just have our, our goodwill. Yeah. Crackdown 3. Fizz. Fizz. <laughs> Sorry. Max Fizzle. That that's like you forgot the oven was on. Yeah, you know? yeah. like <laughs> you're like turning the oven you're, on and it's just that click 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 click. You're like, oh, well, I was telling. Them, oh, did I leave the oven on? Like you run back and it's burnt. Oh god. This turned out to be a fun game. <laughs> Darksiders 3. Sizzling. Ooh, fizzle. What? I mean, I'm kind of with Damiani in that what? I forgot it existed until no, I read, read it off this Come list. on. Uh, I think something I saw recently was like... The gameplay was huge. When they showed it, yeah. I, like, I think it was IGN had it. It looks awesome. Dude, Darksiders okay. 1 and 2 are great games. This is straight up passion. Some of the old crew from Darksiders 1 and 2 working on this. Yeah. Kickstarter I've heard this game. story before. Yeah. I've heard this song. I've These seen are the, the song best. Before. Rudy. Rudy. That's the vibes I get. Okay. From from Darksiders 3? Yeah. I kind of hear you. I kind of hear their pride. Jones, where, where are you yeah. on this one? Yeah, sizzling. Just okay, sizzling. The, the pride. Like, oh, they're doing it? Yeah. yeah. Good for them. They uh, pulled it off. Finishing I'm, the story yeah, that they planned. Yeah. Happy that they're getting to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, on the execution end, I'm still, like, fizzle. Like, at uh, E3, which they're not going to be there. Be at E3 again. Yep. they better. Oh, yeah. So, for the E3 answer, totally fizzle because they're skipping oh, it. Yeah. But yeah. Gamescom, okay. like, I hope what they show off there, like, that, that finally hooks me. Like, yeah. I want to believe. I yeah. want to believe with them. Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown. How, yo, this still isn't out yet? It's not out yet. What? Sizzling, baby. You're sizzling for this? <laughs> Why, because of VR? VR. Okay, all right. It's, the uh, entire game isn't in VR, Jones. There's just VR modes. Yeah, but okay. still, I mean, it's... Ace Combat rules. Uh, there's uh, a lot of people have PSVR, and they just get one or two fun announcements, you know, every sure. couple months. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, this was Judge's Week last year at E3, 
flipping that plane on its side and looking to my right down at the world going by, like, that world didn't look great. I mean, it's PSVR. It's not the most top-of-the-line VR you can get. Right. And you can imagine from an Ace Combat game that ground textures and buildings, like, aren't going to, you know, knock you out. But just having that perspective was pretty great. It was, and, and experiencing a lot of really wild VR stuff since then, I think, still holds up. Just in, in its uniqueness. Um, for some reason, driving in VR, I don't like, like my, my stomach is really settled with a lot of different genres now. And there's just something, I'm not a fan. Like something about like looking out the side of a car when like, I know I'm supposed to go in one direction, but if like I'm in the air, I'm not going to crash into something. I don't think, you know, I'm okay. I don't need to stay on a track. And so there was a lot of times where I'm like, I'm going to flip upside down and look up and see that world going by. Okay. I'll be, I'll be sizzling if they give me those anime vibes. It was like Ace Combat 4 Unsung War, maybe, or 5. I always get them confused. It was like 3 or 4. One of those had anime vibes, great cutscenes. That's what I want again. I don't Ace think they're Combat. going for anime yeah. vibes on this one. If you one. don't own a PSVR, don't jump up and down and start saving money for it. If you do own a PSVR, get it. It's, gotcha. it's, it's unique. Cool. Uh, pray for the gods. What now? Yes. So I didn't know this either, and I thought maybe the panel would. I had to Google it. Uh, and it's it's funny. It's spelled P. R A E Y. Is it a battle royale? It is not. Um, (laughs) What's funny is it used to be pray for the gods with an E, Uh, like like pray for the gods. Uh, But uh, uh, pray is that Bethesda Um, said, "Hey, you can't you can't have pray." That's right. I remember that. Okay. Okay. So so now now they're pray A E Y uh, (laughs) for the gods. uh, so I mean it's gonna be hard for, for you to sizzle I'll just tell you like I watched the trailer it actually looks really cool I don't remember when it was announced it's uh, um, Shadow of the Colossus vibes you're you're climbing on these, these giant flying creatures it's all snowy okay I think I remember this game now yeah it's isn't like it, a new it, Shadow of the Colossus game basically but isn't it like kind of like pa- like more pacifist or something yeah, and I don't think you're killing it. Yeah, like it, it's like uh, am I remember it's like you there's like you fly around is there any kind of flying or anything like you're on a giant flying creature yeah and like you go around the thing and it's like the use of color and stuff is really good yes yeah okay i'm starting to remember this game we got a little i'm getting just flashes yeah yeah it's it's, it's one of the colors at the moment when i'm remembering this simmering yeah Yeah, at the moment if this one i'm remembering in that moment i was sizzling yeah but it's one it's absolutely like a title we forgot it's a game that we forgot what it looks like it's it's weird how hard pr is you know Mm -hmm. because maybe that was at a press conference when it was announced but at this point it's just like Pray for the guys, you know. But almost kind of smart that they want people to forget so they can announce it again. Again, yeah. <laughs> it's like you remember if, if this... they kind of stumbled a little bit out of the gate, you know. Like any time any sort of lawsuit or something gets involved, it's just kind of best to wipe that slate and start over. Sure. Finally, Psychonauts two. Ooh, I'm getting some fizzles. Yeah, I'm fizzling. Wow. Yeah, no hype. Well, okay. we just don't, we don't really know a lot. For me personally. I think they announced it's like 2019. There's a feel like good, good. Definitely not this year. Feel good yes. game. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are hyped. Yeah, I feel like the same situation for me is yeah. Darksiders 3. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm like rooting for it, but like, yeah, rooting for I it can't hard. honestly say sizzling on it yet with what I've been like almost nothing seen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Going into E3, I'm not like, all right. Yeah. 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 I got to play Rhombus of Ruin. You like that, right, Kyle? Yes, that's yeah. a good VR game. I got game, that on Vive. I got to check it out. I think you're really going to like it. Cool, cool. Uh, okay, um, let's do bets. Next week's bet is about, oh yeah, thank you everybody for love and respect. Really appreciate those. It was a, it was a good week. I don't know what happened. We got a lot of good submissions this week. Not that, I'm not saying there are bad weeks. I am, sometimes there are bad weeks. Uh, this one was just like a ridiculously good week. Lots of like excellent submissions. 
So, yeah, anyway, nice. maybe I'll just plug Patreon now because that's the time to do it. Uh, people who pay $5 or more uh, a week are part of the early access tier of mm-hmm. Easy Allies. And uh, they get most of our shows early, mm-hmm. uh, including this very podcast, but most of our other podcasts, most of our shows that we do. You get early access to those at that $5 tier. We also pull from the $5 tier for love and respect and the objective. Nice. Special request on Cup of Jones. Hmm. We also have a forum forum.easyallies.com yeah uh, go check it out join the conversation um, uh, you know uh, Patreon is a great place to make suggestions for stuff but if you want to join that community and, and, and uh, jump into that chat it's a good yeah. place to do it there's a thread for like our shows where you can like give us feedback on that kind of thing and just talk about like how funny we were on, uh, we took out the group stream selection committee so if you'd still like to propose group streams we could do oh there should be a thread for that that's there a really is. good idea oh yeah, okay is. great get on it <laughs> nice alright get on it I'll look at that uh, cool uh, time for bets. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on Switch for 60 US dollars uh, releases this Friday, May 4th. What I'm going to do at this point next week is I'm going to search for Funky Kong on YouTube. I'm going to scroll down to the third video. How long will that video be, Brandon Jones? 20 minutes. Michael Damiani. 11 minutes. Michael Huber. 4 minutes. 20 seconds. And I think it's gonna be 18 oh, minutes. I got the big one. You yes. did get a big one. Under. You know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be a Funky Kong lore video. It's gonna be an hour and a half. And we're gonna have to give another point. To or Jones. just an hour of gameplay. You yeah. know, just like Ugh. Funky Kong gameplay is my prediction of what it's going to be. So mm-hmm. there'll be titled because that's what you know people want to see. And I'm hoping that there will be an official Nintendo video. That's oh yeah. Really, that's like but that won't be the third one down. They'll, they'll probably like you'll probably a game explain video up there. Yeah, game explains gonna be. They'll probably one. another like uh, more YouTuber focused video channel video yeah. that will go up there. And a Nintendo one usually is in like the third or fourth spot. All right, let me lock those in. What if it's like Logan Paul? Look at this guy. No. Okay, then uh, we should like <laughs> then you should skip over that and go to the fourth video. All right, I'll, I will disqualify I'll disqualify Logan yes. Paul from our, our top like three. Okay, I won't not do that. Uh, Lego Marvel Heroes Two Avengers Infinity War DLC Jeez. came out last week, and it was basically like, hey, if you want to play Infinity War, like buy this DLC for the Lego Marvel game. Um, on the PlayStation Store, there were 171 ratings for this particular DLC. Uh, last week, and then at this point, I'm checking them again. What would the, how many ratings would there be? Jones, you bet there would be 250. Ben bet 218. Blood bet 342. I bet 904. Jeez. Well, Damiani, the actual number is 653. I'd oh, say that was an actually very nice. smart bet. Oh, I'm sorry, you said 107 something. I misheard. It was 171, and uh, then it grew. Oh, okay. Never mind. And it grew to then 653. You made, then you made a good over guess. Over the course actually. of the week. Then, yeah. Yes, you did make a good guess. Because, you know, you think, like, it's that thing. There was actually oh, a really yeah. good love and respect question about that thing where you leave a movie and you're like, I got to play the game. Mm-hmm. And we, don't, we yeah. don't have that very often anymore. I know. And so somebody's like, I got to play the game. It's like, what? A, Lego Marvel? Okay. You know, like, that's. I think you play as Thanos, God, actually, I in, saw, the, in that DLC. I saw Black Panther again, like, a couple weeks ago, and I came out, and the first thing I thought of was, like, God, a Black Panther video game would yeah. be sick! Yeah, yeah. Game. yeah. yeah. God. Where's that Panther yeah. make cry? Just, like, the yeah. movement yeah. and stuff? When, we, oh. when we, were, we did our spoiler mode earlier today for Avengers Infinity War, $1 and above, patrons on EasyAllies.com. Well, or, uh, on Patreon.com slash EasyAllies, you'll get to watch it. And I was getting Marvel versus Capcom Infinity, or Infinite vibes, because right? Thanos is playable in that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of want to play Thanos in that. <laughs> Do it, dude. The story mode is fun. Thanos yeah. is clutch in it. He's, cool. Not clutch. He's a key character in that. In that. Nice. What's it's just 
it's going to go down as one of those endings that sets up a sequel that will never come. Mm. The end of the story mode in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is just like, it sets up an actually interesting idea Maybe for we'll a sequel. A, a DLC chapter ending or something. No, oh, like he was getting no more updates. Yeah, I, it's, it's done. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, they, it's yeah. abandoned. Wow. Yeah. That's sad. They had a clear idea, they had a clear path, and uh, oh, just... Good win, Kyle. Good job. Thank you, Jones. Yeah, so let's talk about the scores. Uh, Red Grouse is at six. So if you're a listener and wondering why that pause was happening, I, I threw that at Jones right as he was drinking, which is bad on me as a host. Sorry, Jones, but you swallowed quickly. I recovered. Gorgeous Gorilla is eight. Ooh. Funky Kong. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, late. I was like, perfect timing. All right, it's late. Uh, Droopy Eagle, six. What were the gorillas at? It's eight. Yes. You got a two-point yeah, lead. lead. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But we're both at six now. Yeah. Right? We're caught up. Imagine if Jones and I were still on the same team. You'd be crying. Of course. We're lending you a hand here. We got a handicap. Uh... Yeah, we actually... You know what? I think we've plugged Patreon. Well, Patreon.com slash Easy Whoa, 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 whoa. What's wrong? <laughs> Once the gorgeous gorillas win... Mm-hmm. I don't want any crying about handicaps. Oh, are you going to be un- proud of yourself? Or unfair advantages. <laughs> You're going to be proud of yourself for having twice the number it of It doesn't bets? matter if you win by a second. <laughs> Wait, no. Sorry, I got that wrong. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. <laughs> Winning's winning. Is that Fast and Furious? Yeah, yeah. he's quoting well done. Fast and yeah. Furious. Well, you really think I'm going to complain <laughs> at the end of this year? If Okay, then, well, don't be looking at me. I'm not going to complain. I just won't be proud of you. You know what I mean? I'm just going to be like, oh, good job. <laughs> if you ain't curse your ass, yeah. I promise. Yeah. I'm just going to do a sarcastic clap. And the gorgeous gorillas win. <laughs> Handicap. They won. They had the advantage. I will toast to you, sir. I know on a spectacular will. win. I know Jones. Will. I like that Gorgeous Gorilla's legacy would continue on, and then Jones and I would have to lose our team names. Yeah, we'd have to take out Red and Eagles out of our team names. Even pretty crazy. Those are the rules. High stakes. You're yeah. still gonna say Kaka though. You're gonna work it somehow. Uh, I forgot about um, Poison Thumb, Jones. We should have been given a Poison Thumb, but I guess because I've never really been a big fan. Yeah, you always had to like remind me of the Poison Thumb. Even yeah. when I had it, I didn't mm-hmm. really want to use it. So what I, I guess the canon, what I think of the the head canon is that like we we split the Poison Thumb and then it just didn't work. We tried. No, we yeah. actually tried to kind of do it in half and then dissolved. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just cracked. Yeah. You know what I miss is the. Uh... Face thing where you stare at each other's faces. What was that? The tube. The, oh, the tube. tube. Okay, so just to explain this really quickly to anyone sorry. who doesn't know what you're talking so about sorry. with the face thing, uh, Ian bought this strange, huge sock <laughs> that has two holes, right? So it is just a tube, and it's so big that you can fit it around your face, and then so you just stretch it. You put a face on each end, and then the only thing you can see. Through this tube is another human's face. Like through a Beetlejuice film, yeah. you know? Just like a big, long, striped yeah. fabric tube and then Hubert. Well, who was I in with? Yeah. Was it you? Yeah, we were yeah. in, yeah. That was surreal. Yeah. It is. It's so weird. We gotta do more, though. Yeah. That tube's gotta be somewhere. Yeah. Okay, uh, so because I won the bet this week, I get to, uh, to plug my Twitter handle. I get to plug a video, any Easy Eyes video I'd like to promote. I get the final word and anything I've uh, disagreed with throughout this podcast or simply want to reiterate or just popped up in my head in that moment. And I get to sign off with my trademark sign-off. Oh, Jones, do you think I'm properly promoted oh, Patreon? What's up? What? I failed my objective. Oh, yeah, that's first. Yeah, I failed. All right. I didn't um, lie once. Yeah, how'd I miss Damn. that? Damn. 
Um, You're not built for it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't lie. <laughs> yeah, I was kind. Look, <laughs> Huber, I was kind of looking for it. Where it's like, is Huber <sighs> lying about this? Is that the thing that he doesn't? And it was not really a lie, Huber. You just have to say like, I really love this. You know, like yeah. you just had to like. That's why it's hard to trust you with the secret. Not because you're deceitful, but because you just like to tell people that yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. <laughs> you just get yeah. excited. Don't tell me secrets. This <laughs> is actually this is actually very me. fun. Here's the reward. You open your reward, and the last thing you see in life is a giant tongue bec- before the mimic swallows you. Oh. Look who's lying now. So you you you're saying dodged it. Yeah, you dodged the mimic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you won by wow. the only way to win yeah. was not play the game. Death awaits us. <laughs> Potentially. No, Whoa, good to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess prizes can be bad. <laughs> you, you learn every week. Okay, so uh Twitter handle is at Oh, sorry, Jones. Before that. Yeah, you're fine. Do we you did do, it? Do we do Patreon wall? Yeah. Okay. Patreon.com slash easy eyes. I think is the URL mm-hmm. I never said at any point. So now we know. Okay. Uh we're, we're, we're setting records, baby. We're gonna, you're going to get to do it your handle three times. We're setting records on Patreon. Record patrons, record numbers, uh, you know, uh, dollars coming in. Why? Um, because I, I, lots of reasons. I don't know. You have to ask our patrons, man. We just had an incredible surge. No, this is and a we, fun Patreon plug. And we just changed our tiers. Yes. Uh, we, we have a new 42K tier, 44K tier, and 46. We are just barely under 46. We almost made it happen for the month of May. Uh, but the two ones we did, Spoiler Motors, we talked about earlier, and Trailer Jones, my show where uh, we're going to score trailers, which we have done before. If you go to youtube.com slash easyallies, uh, you can uh, check out previous episodes of that. But we are going to change up the format. New logo, new format, new jingle. Uh, should be really fun. Are and we going to score Tomb Raider? I don't know. I like. I have a score in mind already. Man. I, Red Dead <laughs> happens tomorrow. Red Dead will probably be likely. And I, oh, I sure. love that Deadpool 2 trailer. I would love for all, us to actually put a score on that last one that came mm, out. Okay. I think that one was, was, was fascinating. I'd love to do a little bit of movie, a little bit of game in every episode. Nice. Um, so we will do a pilot episode. And for the foreseeable future, one episode a month. But I might bump that up. Cool. Uh, as we get more comfortable with the format. And, I would give the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer a 9.5. 9. It was 9. solid. 5? Yeah. It's a good trailer, Huber, but you got to reserve 9.5 for the exemplary trailers. It's exemplary. The Ooh. reveals. They, they do some subtle the stunts in that that aren't big, flashy stuff, but are the, very like, effective. Good time into the music when he shoots. Like, oh, that's cheap. That's cheap. Love it. Jones does not like it when you do that. Love it. If you're Tom Cruise, you get away with it. That's <laughs> the way it is. The, clicky, the clicks in the solo trailers. I'm a sucker. Yeah. And then the I love that stuff. Wow. It's cheap, but... Sucker. Okay. Uh, what Easy Eyes video? You know what? I've promoted so much Easy Eyes stuff. I won't promote a negative video. So. Give your give your handle a nice clean introduction. At Kyle Bossman. There it is. B O S M A N. Uh, <laughs> I was just gonna say something like that. Because I, I do I do see the two S's, mm-hmm. and I bet somebody follow. I bet Kyle Bossman with two S's has followers. Yeah, <laughs> but he's got a few. Yep. Um, yeah, check out patreoncom eyes. We have many great videos. Uh, Jones did a reaction. Jones watched the the Red Dead Redemption Two trailer <gasps> and did a reaction to it. Oh. And I like those kind of videos. Huber did one for Shenmue the HD uh, remaster. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Like you mm-hmm. went through, you watched the trailer again. Jones is gonna do that for Red Dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sleep through it now. <laughs> well, you're still gonna watch. I wake it. up at ten thirty tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, you still watch it though. You'll will, still yeah. go and watch it and Definitely. record your first time watching that trailer. Uh, it means a lot to Jones, and that makes the video good. Cool. I agree. Uh, the thing I do disagree with that was said in this podcast, I can't believe I allowed it to be said. The Mission Impossible trailer is not exemplary. Uh, and my trademark sign-off is tomorrow is forever all ours.
I am yeah. enjoying these microtransactions. 